Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Deputy Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is John Sherman. He's the Vice President of Marketing and Cannabis Business Lead at Applied DNA Sciences. He's got over 30 years of deep enterprise and advertising agency experience across all marketing, sales, and IT disciplines. His experience allows him to advise on structuring sound strategies that address business goals and objectives. His extensive technology background stems from working with several leading technology companies throughout his career. He spearheads applied DNA sciences cannabis vertical, leading the vision, strategy, and product development for this emerging market. John also oversees the marketing for the entire company, driving the marketing strategy for its other core verticals. Welcome to the show today, John. Thank you, Bethany. Glad to be here with you. Absolutely. Well, I'd like to start by hearing more about your background and experience and and some of the other work you did before getting involved in the cannabis sector. Absolutely. So as you as you mentioned, I have over 30 years experience as a sales and marketing professional in the technology industry. And, and I had the pleasure to work with and, and had as advertising clients, major brands such as IBM, Toshiba, Panasonic, Motorola, and Symbol Technologies. And I worked in the advertising industry for almost 10 years um, when the commercial World Wide Web, of all things, was just starting off in 94. Mm. So, yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome time. Everything was, was going nuts. There was literally a, probably uh, 50 to 100 websites at the time when it was just starting out. So it was really mm-hmm. cool. So that reminds me, it's very similar to the cannabis industry that we're seeing today. And and all the innovation that's taking place, the the, the uh, brand new um, uh, solutions that be put in place, establishing standards, regulations, you know, uh, and the sense of community, and that's that's been awesome to see happening in the cannabis space right now, and that kind of you know relates back to to my experience uh, and working with these other technology companies. Absolutely, I was the teenager when the internet. Uh, became a thing and um, it just it just changed the world and it, it became exciting as we were heading toward the year 2000 which just seemed like the future at it that was. point <laughs> the was. numbers are changing it must mean we're gonna have hoverboards any any year now <laughs> well back then it was you know uh, Google was just starting up and Amazon and all those companies I mean literally just starting and it was wonderful to come up in that industry and see it all grow and and to what it is today it's amazing certainly so how how did you make that shift from from that field into saying you know I think I want to do this 
with with cannabis, uh, some people have, you know, a, a story as to how they got involved into cannabis. I wonder what yours is. Yeah, so let me take you through that. So I got involved in the cannabis through the current company, which is Applied DNA. Let me just give you a little bit, and then I'll branch right into that. So we use molecular technology, right, to, to put unique identifiers onto raw materials and finished goods that track across the global supply chains, and we do it in different industries. So a company approached us in 2017 and said, hey, all that great stuff you're doing in textiles and nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals, do you think you could do that for the cannabis industry? And we said, absolutely. So we got into a partnership with them, and then that led us into the, the space. But at the same time, my wife was recovering from spine surgery and she was going through a lot of post-surgery uh, pain and, and pain management. So she was going to a pain management doctors. And of course, they're trying to put her on hot, uh, very high meds and stuff of that nature. And she, she, she didn't want to go through it. So she was taking shots and stuff like that, cortisone shots. Up the so at the time I was saying, you know, why don't we think about cannabis for you? And then her doctor also recommended that as well. So then we went to a cannabis specialist and she then enrolled in the New York medical cannabis program. And she explored using vapes and tinctures. And at the same time, I was getting really in, informed what was going on in the industry and all these different treatments. And thank God this helped her through a lot of that pain and, and, and really worked for her. But it was, it was going through an exploratory for, her, which was interesting. And, and now we see firsthand how it's helping her on a daily basis, which is wonderful. Wow. Uh, you know, kudos to you all for seeking out alternative treatments. Uh, I think we all know that there's an opioid crisis um, yes. across the country in, in the world and doing everything you can to avoid that medicine if you can, I, I think is, is great. And also kudos to the medical professional, the doctor who who was brave enough and, and actually actually knew that it could help in order to recommend it. So that is fantastic um, to see. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to hear that she's able to use cannabis to manage that pain. Yes. Yes. And sure. It was great to see. So both of those led me into the cannabis space. And uh, yeah. here we are today. Well, thank you for sharing that story. And I hope she's doing well today. Yes, she she's doing better. Thank you. Great. And, and, now, um, as, as we're kicking off 2021 here in the future, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, so what's going on with Applied DNA Sciences? Uh, tell me more about what the company's up to and what, mm -hmm. you, what you're doing day to day. Yes, absolutely. So like I was mentioned before, our base technology is using molecular technology to put unique identifiers onto raw materials, finished products. We've done it in the textile industry. We've tagged over 250 million pounds of cotton, if you could believe that. That's a big number. And that again gets tracked all the way around the world. It, it might come out of uh, the Central Valley of California, then go over to China and we track it there and we test it. And then from there, it goes over to India to be made into bed sheets and, and towels, and then ends up on Bed Bath & Beyond and Costco shelves. So that technology we had taken and now brought that into the cannabis industry. And what we're doing now is we're able to tag the actual plant if that's needed to be tagged and tracked, but we can also put it into the oils and isolates that be 
would will may be made into other products like like I was mentioning for tinctures, edibles, uh, oils that can go into vapes and of that nature. So uh, so all bringing all that together right now over the last two years, there is a lot of interest. So we have um, especially coming out of the processing groups. Uh, around the world right now, looking to get ready for international commerce eventually down the road when the borders start coming down. Um, companies in the United States are looking at the same thing to manage their 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 operations within state and 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 be compliant and have this and, and be able to help with standards as well as as their IP protection as well when they bring new products to market. So by bringing that all together, we're, we're bringing a very unique solution to the industry that ties in with a lot of the other technology platforms that are out there. Gotcha. Wow, that's a really cool story to hear, you know, the, the life cycle of you used cotton as an example like that's every, you know, I'm wearing tons of cotton. I use mm-hmm. cotton every day and, and to the, the technology in agriculture in, in cannabis, of course, as well, but just in agriculture in general is fascinating to hear how much technology goes into something we think of as so, uh, you know, in the ground playing with dirt. Like it's actually quite high tech these days. Well, you we see, are living in the future. Yeah. You see, I, I know more about cotton than I ever thought I would know in my whole <laughs> life. I, and I've gone to the cotton fields and the ginning process and, and you go in those large combines, the, the uh, cotton picking machines, the GPS systems that are tied to that they get down to the square foot of where a plant is planted. It's unbelievable, Anthony, the technology that you know, just in that one sector, sector of the agricultural world is phenomenal. And those are the things that can come forward into all these other industries as well. So it's really a, an amazing to see these, these solutions being put together and how they're managing water and conserving water and sustainability. Um, it's really nice to see. Absolutely. And before we take our first commercial break, I want to mention uh, one of the blogs that you contributed to NCIA's website on thecannabisindustry.org. Um, back in July, you know, we have we have a lot of really interesting content from our members about how COVID-19 has impacted the way we do business, has impacted the industry. And, and in that blog, Uh, from July 7th, 2020. It's called COVID-19 and the impact on cannabis. Uh, You penned that for NCIA and also um, mentioned uh, how your wife stocked up on cannabis for three months during COVID, just in case. She did. I think we all were stocking up a little because, well, we didn't want to leave the house as much either, you know? It absolutely did. And you saw it and you actually saw that push go up in the market, right? You see the data point for those three months and everyone had the same because we weren't sure. That was right before it it was declared an essential business, remember? So everyone had the same. Same thought. So, yeah, how great it was declared an essential business in everywhere but Massachusetts, from what I understand. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was it was a good a good a good moment for the cannabis industry for sure. It was. So let's take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back to chat more with John Sherman from Applied DNA Sciences. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. 
Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, with NCIA, and I'm talking with John Sherman from Applied DNA Sciences. So during these times, and always, in fact, uh, customer safety, consumer safety is crucial. Our industry very much cares about that. Um, it protects the consumer as well as the company or the brand producing the product. So I'd like to talk more about how important it is to know where your product is coming from. Um, isn't, is it authentic? Is it from a licensed producer? Is it from the unregulated illicit market? Um, what's available to ensure the authenticity of products? Absolutely. So if you look at the, let's, let's take a look at it from a, a technology standpoint. And I, I, I view technology as an enabler right? Like we all do. And we have seen this across many industries, right? How an ecosystem gets formed through these technologies coming together. And that leads growth and advancements for the, let's say a particular industry. And I spoke about the commercial web earlier in our conversation and look what technology has done to mature e-commerce over the 20 years, right? And Amazon is the gold standard now. And our mobile phone is that doorway, if you will, into the world of goods and services. So this I see is the same thing happening now with cannabis. And the amount of science and technology being implemented on a global scale is, is actually fantastic. And you have this intersection of seed sales systems, ERP, lab information systems, quality management systems. And then you couple that with the shipping and logistic platforms, all exchanging data throughout the complete supply chain. So this, this ecosystem will mature, I see, over time. And that brings into traceability and transparency that will be available between trading partners and 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 start forming this this foundation that solidifies, I, I believe, the cannabis industry. And the key benefactor will be the end customer, like you were saying, Bethany, and allowing folks to have confidence when purchasing, purchasing cannabis products that are made from legal materials and it's safe to consume. So I always like to say, you know, if you're having true transparency and, trans, and, and traceability leads to consumer trust in brands who interact and purchase products um, from those stores. So I, I see that as where you bring safety, you, so you're bringing technology together with compliance and regulations and you go, and that provides the end customer that ability to go into a store or an online presence and buy product and feel good about that. I have many friend group come up to me and say, hey, John, I know you're in the industry now. What should I take? I'm looking for some CBD. Why do you hear? What, kind, what manufacturers are good? What retailers are good? So I think the more we bring this transparency to the marketplace and then use those tools I talked about, all those systems, that allows this data to then be brought out to the actual public and, and take that, you know, 
that it's, this is your old weed type of stuff. And here's the legit uh, materials. And if you look at vaping, right, all the vaping stuff that we had in the past as well, uh, a lot of that goes away because we're going to be getting with manufacturers that are using good manufacturing processes to make the actual cartridges and the batteries and the hardware. And then you put that together with the, the folks uh, providing the, the oil to go into the vape pens. So I see all that coming together and I think that's where, where we're going to be heading. That's great. It really, really underscores NCIA's mission statement of, you know, supporting the legal regulated responsible cannabis industry and responsibility to our consumers is certainly crucial to that so in the case of gosh last year 2020 it felt like 10 years was it just a year or so a year and a half ago we had the the vaping crisis no for real though 2020 like one month felt like six but yeah so the vaping crisis was a thing uh before covid when unregulated products got out onto the market um, and and really underscored why it's important to go to licensed, regulated, Mm lab-tested, quality-controlled products. And of course, NCIA has a policy council paper about the vaping crisis that you can download on our website. It's in the industry reports area of our website, thecannabisindustry.org. So um, this applies to the legal regulated market versus coming from the illicit market. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that brings the the beauty of bringing this technology, like I said, to, to, to the industry and using technology like what we provided, Apply DNA, that allows you to put it onto the plant, put it into the oils, the the isolates, the tinctures. It could also be used to apply to the actual packaging and and labels. So now you have this security aspect all the way from the plant all the way to the end consumer and everything in between. And that goes perfectly to what you just said, Bethany, about what NCIA is trying to uh, help the industry make sure it's it's bringing those guides and standards forwards. And also the manufacturers using you know, good manufacturing processes at a global level. Absolutely. I hear a lot of NCI members in the last year and a half talk a lot about GMPs um, and and cannabis uh, getting to the point now in our sophistication, in our, in our journey as an industry to really be able to develop those good manufacturing uh, processes. Um, so that, yes, we're, we're getting there. And, and the consumer confidence methodology here, I think, is really, really, uh, really going to help us out here as we head toward federal legalization is what we all say, right? <laughs> Eventually, right? Eventually we'll get there. Absolutely. Right. Well, that brings us to the amazing technology and innovation in our industry that I, I just, I am continually impressed every year over year. And I missed walking the expo halls in 2020. The last expo hall I saw was February in Boston for our uh, Northeast <laughs> Cannabis Business Conference. And that was the last time I got to see all the cool stuff in person out there. Um, I don't think the mainstream public knows that there's more to it than growing the plant and rolling the joint, you know? So 
um, I'd like to talk a little bit about how the technological innovation has crossed into the cannabis industry. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably go back a little bit to what I said earlier about the seed to sale systems and the ERPs, the lab information, all those systems coming together. That Think of that as the infrastructure, what people don't see, right? It's in the background, but that is really what's driving the industry is all those systems coming together as a seamless entity. Um, people are actually making the system speak to one another by using software APIs that they're exchanging data. I've seen so many very sophisticated um, systems out there, and we're, we're partnering with some of those companies out there like um and 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 going to market with them and by taking our platform and tying into theirs and then allowing this to be this holistic ecosystem of technologies coming together it just makes it for a smoother operation especially when we get to a global uh international and and having e-commerce go across borders here it's going to become very important that these systems speak to one another uh, there is standards that that might be put into play and the regulations, and you need this sophistication. I've seen it in other industries I've been in, um, and that's how they how those industries matured over time was using the technology as a as an enabler to do that. Um, and you've seen all the sophistication going on on just the machines to produce, uh, you know, pre-rolls and stuff. It's just fantastic just to see the filling machines and all those type of things coming together. And then you combine that with the infrastructure I just described. It's really powerful. And the beauty of the cannabis industry is there's not a leg lot of legacy systems. I've been in other industries, uh, software and hardware industries that have been around for, you know, 30, 40 years. And there's a lot of legacy systems that have to be brought forward. So a lot of the cannabis industry over the last 10 years is really building off a, a foundation of the most advanced technologies that are out there for companies to take advantage of. And I think that's what we're seeing in the cannabis industry right now. Absolutely. Oh, yep. So thanks for thanks for that breakdown. And you're absolutely right. I'm seeing lots of different systems coming together. Lot, I mean, NCIA is made up of thousands of companies, including some of these various technology companies, software companies. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting over the next couple of years to see how they start. Yeah, AP, APIs are, are the future, and uh, we rely a lot on them in a lot of ways. We do, we sure. do. Absolutely. And, but you, like you said, people take for granted, you know, how do I, there's so much work and, and hardware and investment and capital expenditure that goes on to build out a processing plant or a grow facility. I've been to many of them, and they're phenomenal. And people, mm -hmm. I think people, the average consumer's drawer would drop if they walked into some of these facilities. I mean, you can eat off the floor, I read. They're just phenomenal. 100%. Yep. All right. Let's 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 take our last commercial break here and then come back and chat Excellent. more with John Shearman from Applied DNA Sciences. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. 
This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, with NCIA. I've been chatting with John Shearman from Applied DNA Sciences about all the amazing technology and innovation that people may not know about in the cannabis industry. So I I think all these things we were talking about before the break about APIs and all the different technology components, um, enterprise soft resource software, all, all the acronyms <laughs> in the yeah, business right. world, yep, yep, yep. all the alphabet soup. Um, and a lot of them I mentioned are NCIA members, another fun acronym. So um, thank you for being a member of NCIA. Uh, your company's been a part of it for a while here. Um, let's talk about being a member of an association like NCIA and and. Uh, what I love is how we just bring together all the best and brightest minds uh, first and foremost. And that, um, as I mentioned, we were all at the, uh, the Boston event and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I think you had, wh- when was your first uh, NCIA event? Yeah, it was 2018 in San Jose, which was awesome. Yeah. So let me take you through about a little bit of that. So actually during my, my, my career in, in the various industries I spoke about earlier, both emerging and mature segments and industry associations have always been very important for each of those areas to establish this, you know, base group of folks and companies that, that become the beacon. And you're seeing that right now in the cannabis Mm -hmm. industry, right? And it helps set standards, procedures, policies, helps create the sense of community. And that's what I saw in 2018. I wasn't sure, to be honest, you know, what I was going to see when I went to the first show in 2018. (laughs) And we had a 10 by 20 booth and and we brought our fogging chamber to mm. demonstrate how we can fog a dry room or a room dedicated to be able to try to fl- uh, tag the actual flower plant itself. And so we had this big chamber there. People, I'm telling Bethany, were walking by, their jaws were dropping, like, what the heck is that thing? <laughs> and and they were fascinated with the technology. And and I was fascinated by the PhDs walking around, the master growers, you know, all the different different walks of life and, and from the cannabis industry. And I was just phenomenal. And mm-hmm. everyone kept coming up to the booth and we were having great conversations of how this technology could help them going forward and where it would lead the industry. And, and it was it was wonderful to see all that and then at the same time we were using it to show how it could go on packaging and they were like oh my goodness i can't believe we can do it on packaging and help out with counterfeits and potential Mm -hmm. product diversion that's going in the marketplace so 
these the NCIA is is critical to help f- future growth and set the standards and and make sure this culture of community is always there in the industry. And I I I was in the uh, auto ID industry, a company called Symbol Technologies back in the uh, in the late, uh, mid to late 80s. And this was the company that came out with barcode uh, handheld scanners that we all use today at at, at retail stores. Mm-hmm. Literally, this uh, the the founder of that company invented that technology and we were the you know helping set the standards for that whole industry so i've seen that in the past and it's critical the ncias of the you know is there to help help take this to the next level yeah thanks for saying that uh our three pillars advocacy education and community i you know all of them combine uh especially at our at our trade shows and in 2020 we, we had to go cyber in um and and we did the cannabis business summit cyber edition and but you can't replace really being in the expo halls with people Uh, so so we look forward to getting back to that um there's there's a lot to reflect on in 2020 for sure about how we got through as an industry um but i I really want to look forward to the future more than anything at this point and you know, there's a lot of hope right now. If 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 it's okay for me to say, there's there's some hope, and um, we are hoping to have our seventh annual cannabis business summit and expo in San Francisco in the Moscone Center as originally intended last year um, in August. So yes, we're awesome. all crossing our Absolutely. fingers. <laughs> we're all pulling up our sleeves for the vaccine soon here. And we're, we're going to get back to that so that we can get back to that community that you just described. Um, in the meantime, of, of course, we have a lot of resources on our website and on our social media channels, um, including YouTube videos. We have LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and our podcast, not only this one, but uh, my colleague Tahir Johnson hosts the Cannabis Diversity Report that was launched last summer. So there's tons of episodes of his show as well, focusing on diversity, equity, and inclusion in the cannabis industry as well. And I encourage everyone listening to check out one of NCIA's biggest priorities this year is the diversity, equity, and inclusion program and scholarship program. There's lots of information about that on NCIA's website as well. So please check that out. And last but not least, we've been hosting these incredible weekly educational webinars with the best and brightest minds at NCIA. The Industry Essentials webinar series uh, is complimentary for NCIA members and non-members can access for a fee in some cases, although some of these webinars are exclusive just to NCIA members. So make sure you sign up and check out more about that. And if you're not yet a member of NCIA, maybe 2021 is the year to get involved and head into the next decade of future fun with us. Yeah, John? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be there all the way. Perfect. Where can people find out more uh, about you and your company? Sure. So um, Applied DNA, um, this website is adnas.com. And you go there, you can read about all the different industries and our, what we're doing in cannabis. Um, so I think that'd be a great resource for folks if they want to learn more about Applied DNA. Perfect. 
Thanks so much for being on the show. It's been a really great talk about technology and innovation and where the industry's headed. So thanks for your time today. And thanks everyone for listening and tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.